Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Rewind Wrestling Radio right here on the Rewind Wrestling Network where I, your host, Ted, along with my co-hosts, the New Mouth of the South, Mr. Tyler Peters, the Temptress Witch, Miss Ivy, the Senior Official Ref, Amy Veronica, OG Will Denardo, and the Executive, Mr. Nelio Cuomo Costa. Talk everything pro wrestling. It's the indies, the pros, everywhere you go. Let's jump right into Rewind Wrestling Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Rewind Wrestling Radio, right here on the Rewind Wrestling Network. I'm here with OG, with Ref Amy, with the new mouth of the South, Tyler Peters. And uh, so, folks, we're here today. We're going to talk a little bit about All Out, about what some of our highs and our lows were from the show. But then we're also going to talk about how well AEW followed up on the pay-per-view with Dynamite last night on Wednesday night. So uh, let's go along for the ride here. We're going to go around. I want to hear everyone's, um, not to steal from Simon, but ups and downs, if you will, uh, from the <laughs> from the all-out pay-per-view before we go on to Dynamite here. Um, you know, so let's, let's, let's talk about what you were happy with, what you were displeased with, if anything at all. I thought the show was very good overall, um, but I'm eager to hear what my panel has to say here. Uh, let's go to, uh, let's go to the new math of the South first year. It's been a while since he's been on with us and I'm happy to have you back, Tyler. Welcome back, brother. I I know it's, it's been a vacation. It's good to be back. Uh, (laughs) my highs on the, uh, the all out pay-per-view, I gotta say, I, I really like the sting and not the sting Darby Allen and CM Punk sting being with him confuses (laughs) me. Now I'm going back to WCW now all of a sudden, that, that was a great match. It was just they, they told a good story, and I think they what they honored Bret Hart and uh, One Two Three Kid. I yeah, mean, Sean that was really Hall, cool. Of course, if that was neat, and uh, a the first match, I was impressed with Eddie Kingston. Now I knew he had potential in NWA, but him and Miro, I'm all for mm-hmm. them having a rematch. That was just a solid opener. I really enjoyed, of course, Jericho and MJF talk about some great storytelling that's another one and even Kenny Omega and Christian Cage and I'm not the biggest Omega fan but I gotta give the man his props those were all solid matches my lows I have to uh be honest was that women's uh, casino battle royale until Ruby Soho showed up hmm. but I was I don't know they still got to fix that women's division to me and the Lucha Brothers Young Bucks match was good, but once again, it is what it is. I was happy for the Lucha Brothers. Too many high spots, so just for me personally, <laughs> just I, I don't know. I, I'm going to be the bearer of bad news. Yeah, I know you, you got to expect it. I, I got to be true to myself, and and that's all I'm going to say because that you know we we could go on and on, but that's all my two cents, which ain't worth a lot. So there you go. <laughs> all right, let's go to uh, let's go to Ref Amy here. Hi. All right. So the highest point for me during the pay-per-view, and I watched this the night after because FSU football was on the night of the show. Um, had a, sorry, we have a good team. I have to watch. Um, sorry so to disturb time. you. You found Jesus. <laughs> um, Eating so dogs over there. The next morning, um, I, the, the most I like got emotionally invested in the um, pay-per-view was during the Jericho match. I think like, as far as like just playing with the fans emotions, they did it perfectly with that, uh, that false finish. And then the um, ruling getting overturned. And I like, I know a lot of people were given like the referee that spot a little bit of flack. I actually appreciated it a little bit because they made the spot logical because the referees were already out there for low um, Hager fight. 
So the idea that a referee was looking at the finish and saw the foot on the rope makes sense. It's not just someone running from the back. So I thought that was a really smart way of doing that. Um, and then, so like when she first counted the three, I thought that that's how it was going to end. It was always going to be that wonky finish. And I was so disappointed, not only because I would have lost the predictions. We'll get to that later. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> but um, it, it was seeing Jericho retire and I was like, this is how he's going to go out. But then when they reversed it and they went back and forth for a couple more minutes and he wound up winning, I thought it was just one of the best moments. Like it was just such a high and low. It was great. Um, I'm going to agree with Tyler. One of the low points of the match was, or of the pay-per-view was the women's battle Royal. It just seemed very off balance and like watching it, no one until Ruby Soho came out seemed like a real contender to me, except for Thunder Rosa, obviously. But like, I, I was kind of like, I don't want to see that again yet. Yeah. I didn't want to see it again yet. And um, so, like, when you saw the other women coming out, I was kind of like, eh, they're going to get thrown over. And then there were a lot of spots where, like, they missed eliminations or, like, um, heel or baby faces, eliminated baby faces when they were trying to fight the heels. Like, it was weird. It was just yeah. a weirdly booked match. But all in all, and uh, the highest point, da Daniel Bryan, or Daniel Bryan, Bryan Danielson staring off with Kenny Omega and we'll get to that when we also talk about dynamite. Is this real life? Is this real life? <laughs> so, mm -hmm. yeah. OG. Well, like I said, I wasn't going to get my hopes up when the whole punk rumors started that he was going to go to AEW. So at the same time, I didn't get my hopes up for both Cole or uh, Brian Danielson. So obviously for me, I mean – yeah, I'll I'll be the mark, but seeing both seeing Cole come out and then instantly turning heel, mm -hmm. that was incredible for me. Like I just thought, like, all right, this if if this is how the show ends, then it's it's already top tier. And then Flight of the Valkyrie starts and you're and my brain just explodes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> for sure. For sure. But on top of that, obviously, I've said it a lot. Tag team wrestling is one of my it, – it's my favorite thing in pro wrestling. So the match against the Lucha Brothers – the match for the Lucha Brothers and the Young Bucks was absolutely incredible. Like, just they, – they've had matches before, and that just, like, immediately went to the top of my list. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. Okay. And awesome. I think the, I feel like the low for everybody was the the women's uh, casino battle royale, but I th I just I feel like if they had a little bit more star power in that division, those like battle royales like that would be a lot better. Unfortunately, yeah. a lot of the women that they have just aren't at that level yet. They're not right. bad, but they're just not there yet. Okay. And Thunder Rosa should have won. <clears throat> <laughs> no. That's debatable. Um, well, that would have got me the win, so. No. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> um, so, first of all, Amy and Will, please stop your bickering. No. I'm a sore loser, okay? <laughs> rubbing it in my face that you two tied again for predictions. Sorry, we're just better. Assholes. Okay. Um, but no, I'm, for, I'm the most better. Um, the show was phenomenal. I, I was happy to spend 
the money on it actually. Um, and and like the last time that we bought a uh, an AEW, <laughs> yeah, the last time we bought an AEW pay per view, I was like, really, we paid fifty bucks for this? Like, what yeah. the heck, you know? But this one, this one was really phenomenal. Um, so I think one of my favorite things that came out of this is that I've decided for myself that I need to see Eddie Kingston versus Walter. <laughs> because my 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 comment on the dirty heels show this week in the youtube comments was this show slaps as much as a match between miro and eddie kingston or i'm um, between uh between eddie kingston and uh and walter <laughs> that, that's true imagine the chop fest it would be fantastic yikes it would be fantastic um you know, I, I really enjoyed the show overall. I gotta say, I, I agree that the that the casino battle royale was not great. Okay, but that being said, and this goes back to a criticism that both Jolt and Joe and I have had of AEW's battle royals in general in the past. Um, this was probably the best battle royal that AEW's mm-hmm. gone so far. I can agree um, with that. Because typically in an AEW battle royal, we have a whole lot of, okay, I'm going to wait in the corner for five minutes while everyone gets their thing in. And then I'm going to go get my thing in and then I'll get eliminated. And that didn't happen as much this time around. Um, And and I I actually looked for that because I remember Jolt and Joe coming on, uh, on a Jolt and Joe show right after an AEW pay-per-view and being like, what the fuck was that? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Um. And he's an AEW guy, you know, Joe, yeah. Joe really loves AEW. So, um, so I looked for that and I thought that this was much more consistently put together. I think that this, this battle Royal could have been fantastic if they had utilized the forbidden door, right? They didn't yeah. really, um, you know, and they did a good job of focusing on their, um, on their previous champions, right? making sure that they really established that Riho was a former champion and that Sheeta was a former champion and that, uh, what's her name? Uh, Nyla Rose. Nyla Rose. Yeah. That Nyla Rose was a former champion. You know, they did a really good job of making sure they played up to those people being top people in the division because they had been former champions. Uh, commentary team did a fantastic job with that to be perfectly honest. Um, but I think that if they had just kicked down that, that door, right. And they had brought in. Yeah, they could have pulled in a few people here and there. Exactly. Yeah. If they, if they had, even if they had just used Impact, right? Because they're so heavily involved with Impact right now. Yeah. Even if they had just used Impact and they just pulled in. Chelsea could you imagine? I was gonna say, could you imagine just a, a square off in the middle of the ring between Nyla Rose and Jordan Grace? Yeah, I was oh, about yeah. to say. I was about to say Chelsea Green, Jordan Grace. You don't even need the Ana Perazzo, but if you just bring those two in. Yeah, that's a moment that makes that battle royal. Even if the match sucks, those moments make the match worthwhile. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, I mean, they they. I mean, they're they could have grabbed Camille too from NWA. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It would have made sense with uh, Layla Hirsch too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so I think that that they definitely could have done that better. But I think it was the best it's been so far. Yeah, um, I can agree with that. The the debuts on this show obviously just stole your heart right suzuki came out now i'm not a big japan guy right i watch something from japan if it's something that like someone says to me yo you need to go watch this thing from you know from japan i'll go and watch it i have no problem with it one of those things that that someone mentioned to me down the line somewhere was moxley suzuki 
right? And Suzuki comes out. And I'm just like, well, fuck. <laughs> and then not 10 seconds later, John Moxley's on screen going, fuck. <laughs> you know? He sold um, it beautifully. Oh, it was so good. It was so good. So, um, so yeah, so that was definitely a highlight for me. Obviously, Adam Cole, Brian Danielson, um, huge moments for the wrestling community, getting them to see them with the, with the handcuffs off. Um, I'm excited to see how things move forward. And, and I think that's where we're going to go next here is, uh, well, I'll tell you what, let's, let's, let's take a break here for a second and just say, give it a star rating. Now we, we posted a Twitter poll about this, right? Um, and it was our most successful Twitter poll ever, by the way, it was our most successful Twitter poll ever. Um, which is awesome. I'm super happy about that. I'm pulling up the poll right now. Damn, Amy, you post a lot on our Twitter. If you're not following us, go follow us at, at Rewind Podcast, W-R-E-W-I-N-D-P-O-D-C-A-S-T, um, so you can check this out. Okay, so on this poll, we received 188 votes. That's, that's pretty good, um, <laughs> considering, you know, when we first started posting polls, like, you know, we were getting 12 people, you know, out of 300 followers. Um, so... 78% of our listening audience or our Twitter audience said that this was a uh, five-star pay-per-view. 16% said it was a four-star pay-per-view. 1% said it was a three-star pay-per-view. And 5% said it was either a two-star or a one-star pay-per-view. Um, I want to hear what you guys have to say. Uh, so I'm going to go ladies first here. Ref Amy, give this one a star rating. Give it the old yeah. Melter. Give it a five. I was fully entertained from start to finish. Okay. Uh, New Mouth of the South, Mr. Tyler Peters. I'm going to give it four. Okay. All right. OG. Six. Giving it a six. <laughs> God damn it, Meltzer. <laughs> and, uh, I don't think and you know how numbers work. <laughs> I think – uh, okay, I don't know numbers. Yeah. I don't do numbers so good. <laughs> um, yeah i think i think i would give this one a four um and i would only give it a four because there were just a couple of moments here or there that made me feel like this is going too long this is you know this is a little overly done here that kind of thing um how dare you and the only but the only pay-per-view but the only pay-per-view i've ever given a five to is summer slam slam two yeah. <laughs> okay and i don't feel like that show overdid anything i think everything yeah. was almost perfect on that show so so four for me is really as high as it goes for me unless it's a perfect show um and there were just some moments there that made me think eh, okay like Mir like miro kingston it was fun it could have been four minutes shorter and been better you know mm -hmm. um little things like that really stick out to me sometimes as a as a viewer all right well i'll tell you what let's take a yeah let's take a quick a quick uh break here let's hear from our sponsors quote unquote they're not really sponsors uh from our good friends over at coastal championship wrestling uh Thanks, you're all about a live wrestling which you can see on tuesday nights at 7 p.m on for 17 years 
the dominant force in professional wrestling in South Florida has been Coastal Championship Wrestling. Join us every Tuesday night, 7 p.m. Eastern for the best weekly episodic professional wrestling in America. All right, fans, we are back and uh, we're listening here on Rewind Wrestling Radio. We're going to we're talking about all out here. We're talking about the pay-per-view as a whole. Right before the break, we gave our star ratings. Uh, but now what I want to talk about is I want to talk about how AEW did in terms of follow-up, right? You have a fantastic pay-per-view, a damn near perfect pay-per-view, right? Um, with lots of fan service, right? This, this pay-per-view was 100% fan service. Um, <laughs> you know, you have to follow that up on Wednesday night with Dynamite. And uh, so that happened last night. And so let's talk a little bit about how we feel like AEW followed up their pay-per-view on the show last night. Um, if it's okay with you guys, I think I'm going to, I'm going to start with, by just dropping a couple of little things here and there. Um, no, I, I hate, well, too bad. It's my show. Damn it. Okay. Um, so listen, uh, I, I've been critical and I didn't say anything about this when we were talking about the pay-per-view. I've been critical of the Punk Allen match. When I was on Circle of Debate, I was critical of it. Um, I was critical of it in our group chat as I was watching the pay-per-view. Um, and I'm not one of those two-faced people that'll say one thing to you guys in the chat <laughs> and then say something else on air. Okay, that's not where I'm at. Um, this I'm is not, my name to Jesus. <laughs> listen. Listen, um, pineapple. Uh, <laughs> I got you mid swallow. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's working. Uh, so here's my thing I think that Punk being back is great for AEW. I think he will do great things for young talent. I think that as he continues to be back, he will get better. I think that the wrestling community over canonizes CM Punk's ability in the ring. And so they expected him to come back and be 2004 Punk in the ring in 2021. And that attributed to the wind being taken out of the sails um, a little bit in terms of crowd energy during that match. Because if you notice the middle 10 minutes of that match, the crowd's almost silent. They're not, they're not quite there, but they're so quiet compared to where they were at the beginning of the match and where they were even, you know, in, in, on other matches on the card, right? Part of that is fatigue, right? We, Will, you and I experienced that at WrestleMania 35. You know, there was some great shit happening at the end of that card. And you and I were just like, okay, is it over yet? <laughs> you know, like, um, so some of that is fatigue, right? Trying to stay awake, but it was know. also an eight-hour show. Yes. You know, but fans, but fans aren't used to these long shows anymore, right? They aren't used to it anymore. So we got to also take that into consideration. Um, but that being said, I, I don't know how huge a fan I am of Punk now being paired with Team Taz. Um, I, I forced. Yeah. Yeah. It felt like, you know, we need something for punk to do. So he's on TV every week. Yeah. I would have rathered punk be away for two weeks 
and then come back and be like, you know what? You're sticking out to me, kid. You're next. Because like you the know? weird thing was the weird thing was about the whole thing. Like Punk's in the ring talking, and he he says something to the crowd like, "Who should I who should I wrestle next?" And then Taz gets up off the commentary and says, "Don't you dare say anybody on Team Taz." And Punk's like, "I didn't." Yeah, it was and a really weird. Place. Yeah, and yeah. like at the same time, like Team Taz is still feuding with Brian Cage. Yeah. Also. Yes. So the whole thing It'll, just seems really weird to me. What happened with 2.0 and um? That's what I, I want to know. Like get, that was get his Dan, name. Dana Garcia. <laughs> I keep forgetting his name. Yeah, yeah. And listen, it there, there's some inconsistency. Good, I thought that was a good angle to go with because they could have yeah. like we on our predictions thing. I was thinking that it was going to end up turning into a trios match. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah. So I don't know. I feel like that's that's one thing that I I wasn't happy with from Dynamite. Um, I was very happy with Ruby Soho and how they how they're continuing that and they're using other women from the division and elevating them through involvement, which is what they yeah. needed to do for months and they haven't been doing it. So I'm happy with that. Um, by by the way, about that about that segment, did you hear the uh, the absolute burn? Oh, uh, the Baker, uh... the uh, the catering thing. Yeah, yeah, aren't you a oh. runaway? So why don't you run back to catering like you've been in the last four years? <laughs> yeah, that was quite a line. Yeah. Oof. yeah, that was uh, that was tough. That was tough. Um, I, I was I was pretty also I was also pretty happy about the elite, right? And and how that pr- played out with Brian Danielson and, um, I mean just by association, um, the the you know, Jungle Boy and and Luchasaurus and uh, Marco Stunt will be elevated yeah. just by association. You know, oh, yeah. um, and and I mean, you put them there with with Christian Cage and and Brian Danielson, and now you're like, you know, that's how legends should be used, folks. That's how mm-hmm. old timers should be used. Not that neither of them are old per se, but yeah. you know, the, those are veterans, you know, yeah. of the business. Um, Definitely a great way to, to do that. So I felt like for the most part, they followed up all out pretty well. Although we still haven't found out why Billy Gunn hit hit Paul White with a chair. Yeah, I would love to know that. Yeah, there was nothing about that. Yeah, See, that, that's confusing. We, yeah, that, we also didn't even mention just... that match on yeah. the. Uh... <laughs> we were talking about it earlier. Yeah, that was a. I wouldn't say that's a low point. It was like a ruthless aggression women's match where you kind of like you tune <laughs> out was, for a little bit it was it's like that mental for break. everybody to go to the bathroom exactly and that's why it's a four um <laughs> i totally forgot about that <laughs> so so yeah it's like, so, it, it's like it wasn't even on the card <laughs> for the most part I'm, I'm really happy with it um i i wish that they had put Pac and andrade on dynamite rather than saving it for rampage um they gotta draw viewers somehow yeah but but i, I think it's gonna frustrate people like andrade who who left you know um i mean it's not like andrade wasn't getting tv time in wwe you know what i mean um I, and i hate for him to get relegated to something that in some circles is being compared to sunday night heat yeah call it like i see it I call it like I see it. Even Heat had Mankind versus The Rock on it once upon a time. Yeah, they had some big names. 
you know? So, so that's something that, you know, I don't think, think of it that way as of yet, but I'm hearing it in some circles. And uh, if I'm Andrade and, and I got pushed to rampage, like I'm not even on the flagship show. I don't know. I was on the pay-per-view and now this guy can't travel. I'd be pissed. Yeah. You know? So th- those are some of my thoughts. Uh, let's go to, uh, to OG here. OG hasn't gone first yet. I thought I thought it was a pretty decent follow up. I just like I said the the punk segment like really is the only reason that I didn't think that it was that good, like mm-hmm. overall. But um, I have I've been thinking about the uh, the reason that the Bucks ended up losing the titles, and now that Adam Cole was there, I have a feeling that they're going to introduce a trios championship. Mm-hmm. Because it, I mean that's a lot. A lot of the uh, the work that they did out like through the Indies and stuff like that was trio stuff with Cole. So I've I've been trying to figure out where Cole kind of fits in here. And with the Bucks not having the belts on them anymore, I feel like I feel like a trios championship is kind of where we're going. And if it fits in with a lot of the other factions in AEW as well. Agreed. Agreed. I would also say that. Uh... Kevin Owens set us ablaze here on the internet this week. That too. You know, uh, that that the, was huge. Yeah. You know, posting the coordinates for Mount Rushmore, <laughs> aka him and the Bucks and Cole. Yeah. Kevin Steen might be getting Kevin Steen back, folks. That's oh, a way to I, get people talking. Yeah. Mm. He can go back to doing the package pile driver. Oh my God. I bet he would love that. <laughs> <laughs> I bet he would love that. But uh, yeah, yeah. Can Sami Zayn follow him too and go back to being El Generico? Uh, maybe, <laughs> but his contract's not up at the same time. Uh, oh, let's go to New Mouth in the South. I actually like that Malachi Black Dustin Rhodes match. It just oh yeah, ooh, that, 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 that was a great that opener. That was really good. That, yeah, it was a good opener. Yeah, yeah, and it, the storytelling. See, Ted, you you mentioned it where they needed to keep Punk away. They're they're doing that great with Cody. I mean, I will yep. say that for all the criticism Cody gets, he's learning. I mean, he's he's getting away from it. That way it builds up that big match. What is it, in New York or, or somewhere like that? Yes, Arthur yeah. Ashe Stadium, so, actually. Exactly. So that, that was a great match. And I'll tell you what, Team Taz, I like what Hobbs is doing. Now, I don't agree. I'm with you about the whole punk segment. But, man, Hobbs has got the, – the sky's the limit for that guy. He, he, he reminds you of that old territorial guy that just is going to get seasoned and even more improved. And I, I really like what they're doing with it. Mm-hmm. That, the ending of that match has had me a little worried, though, because it looked like Hobbs like, actually got hurt. Mm. It, it, took mm. him a little bit of, it took him a little while to get the cover there, and then like, he didn't stand up right away. And the ref kind of checked on him a lot. Yeah. I don't know. I'm thinking pot, like a possible concussion, maybe. I don't know. Hmm. He might Could have just got, like the wind knocked out of him. That or too. Something. It just it it looked it looked weird to me. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that, that's some of the moments. So I I mean I, I'm going to let you guys discuss it, but I, I thought that was good. That first match, really though, I, I guess because I'm an old school guy, I appreciate Dustin. I mean he he's like a lot of those guys. He's reinventing himself. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for sure. All right, ref theic. So. My favorite follow-up of this, and I know this was a big worry when uh, Chris Jericho won on Sunday, 
um, was what would MJF do like after he's mm-hmm. losing? My, not get that heat for retiring Jericho. And oh my God, did MJF oh, he... say, "Hold my beer, <laughs> let me go and throw it in the faces of you Cincinnati"? Want, you want oh. heat? Oh, like it was so like it wasn't anything new or spectacular, but just the way his delivery was and how fluid he is doing it. It just oh my God. And then the fact that they brought in Brian Pillman's mom, or not his mom, his aunt, or his sister, Brian Pillman Sr.'s sister, and his daughter, and then Brian Pillman Jr., like, just to dig it in, I think, like, whatever MJF lost on Sunday, he gained back, if not gained a little bit more, just by just showing once again why he is so good at just destroying crowds. And it was, and, it was anybody in his way. He even went after Wardlow for a little bit. Yeah, and that that's good too because he like he it not only pursued his storyline, but then also like started sowing the seeds of dissension with Wardlow and MJF. Mm-hmm. And so and like Wardrobe, I, Wardlow, I think did. <laughs> you say perfectly. Wardrobe? Yeah, I said Wardrobe for some reason. Should I change my name back to Phil? <laughs> yes. <laughs> um. He played it perfectly too, because there was that moment where, like, he was in the corner and Brian Pillman Jr. was beating up on MJF, and he like yeah. looked and went, "I twice, guess I really. have to." All right, <laughs> and then yeah, so like I think everybody played their part beautifully, and apparently MJF's promo was so good he put uh, Brian Pillman Jr.'s sister into labor. Yeah, so I, that's, I saw that's that. a thing. That's, crazy. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's how you know he did a good promo with yeah. women in labor. <laughs> Well, Amy, there's only one way for us to test our promo skills now. You, uh, you're you going to have to go and, and, and do a thing. But... Pause. <laughs> <laughs> I kid. No. I kid. I kid. I kid. Kind of. Also, um, the main event. None of us mentioned the main event. <laughs> uh, see, that was... Yeah. Someone, someone definitely went over time, or at least they included too many segments because we should have gotten so much more from that. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. Yeah. Also, I was disappointed. But also the the headbutt spot that they did, where they both like headbutt each other back and forth, and then just out of nowhere they just, they both just clashed heads. Yeah. Like what? The two know. of them are nuts. Yeah, the two of them are nuts. But I think we they definitely did. got a better. A better show. If people want to know what CTE is, watch that match. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> well, my friends, tell us what you think in the comments below. Okay, if you're watching on YouTube, we want to hear what you have to say. Tell us in the comments below. What did you think of All Out? Did you think that AEW did a good job with follow-up on Wednesday night? And uh, and tell us why or why not. Okay. Also, if you are listening on a podcast platform, please remember to at mention us at Rewind Podcast at W R E W I N D P O D C A S T, and uh, you know let us know what you were thinking that way. You know, Twitter is a is the best way to get a hold of us, but you can also hit us up on Instagram and on Facebook, and we are there and responding as much as we humanly possibly can. Please remember to go buy your merch over at whatamaneuver.net. Search for the Rewind Wrestling Store. Um, Please remember to get your tickets for Coastal Championship Wrestling's uh, events. You can go to ccwrestlingfl.com slash events to get all of your tickets for your CCW events coming up in an area near you. All right, my friends, it's been a pleasure talking all out and dynamite with you here this week on Rewind Wrestling Radio. On behalf of my panel, we will catch you next time.